0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's October, Friday the 1st to be specific, and thanks for joining me, Simon Calder, for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the Travel Desk of the Independent. I'm on board a Ryanair flight at Stansted Airport, soon to depart to Eindhoven, so do forgive any kerfuffle while I am talking to you. Today I'm going to be looking at how Australia opens up from November, but not to the likes of you and me. Turkey is Easing its testing rules for fully vaccinated British travellers, and the UK's ID card band, ban okay, and sir. why it matters. Of course, this podcast is completely free. As is my weekly travel email. Do sign up at independent.co.uk/forward/slash/newsletters. I woke up this morning to the great news that Australia is opening up. However, the headline that I heard did not go on to tell the full story. For that, I had to listen to a 48-minute press conference by Scott Morrison, the Australian Prime Minister, to find out exactly what he has in mind. Well, his cunning plan is that from November, no specific date yet, but when uh, New South Wales and probably Victoria have had 80% of their adult population vaccinated, the Australians will open up Australia to incoming australians and permanent residents and people who live there will be able to go on holiday abroad at the moment you need to have a special reason for leaving australia This is, of course, great news for unlocking the place, and it will mean that a lot of Australians with relatives in the UK will be able to come over to Britain without uh, too much kerfuffle. However, for those of us who desperately want to visit family in Australia or simply want to go on holiday there, there is exactly no clarity. Mr Morrison, during his entire speech only referred to tourism once and that was in the context of Queensland and how it will be an odd situation he said that if New South Wales people could fly to Bali and to Fiji but they wouldn't go to be able to go to Queensland how odd that would look we will see how it goes Qantas was very quick out the blocks their first flight is the 18th of November Heathrow Singapore Sydney first one for I think it'll be almost 20 months by then um but there's no point booking a ticket unless you are an Australian citizen or a permanent resident or, of course, both. Um, we've also had some sort of good news from Turkey. Bear in mind that until two weeks ago, Turkey was on the red list. Nobody was going there. Uh, then it was taken off the red list and we could go there again, but with t- tough testing rules pcr on arrival even if you've been fully vaccinated well with immediate effect that has been dropped which we are delighted about the thing is uh, you will still need a test if you are 12 or over and unvaccinated and that of course is going to catch an awful lot of kids because at the moment for instance a lot of school children getting one jab And that's considered sufficient, but it's not considered sufficient by overseas governments. However, it is going to make a dramatic difference to the cost of getting to uh, Turkey. Of course, you will still need a PCR test when you come back. That will continue until well, sometime in October. But good news, I think. Oh, and what are we going to hear now? Nothing, it turns out. Except my last last story, which is all about Britain's ID card ban. From today, Europeans, about 200, 250 million of them who do not have passports but do have national identity cards, will not be able to come to the UK. This is because, well, we have got rid of the insecure border problem where you could have fake or... Uh, amended id cards now that was certainly a problem 10 15 years ago nobody would deny it it was also part of the um, vote leave promises and it's one that they have definitely kept however the damage it is going to cause to uh, inbound tourism is pretty incalculable bear in mind that um, most visitors to the uk come from europe bear in mind that roughly half of them don't have passports because why would they they can go to anywhere in Europe well apart from now the UK even to places like Turkey and Egypt uh, for some nationalities and we are saying to them sorry you have got to go and get a passport it is absolutely devastating and lots of people are saying to me on social media so what we need passports why shouldn't we demand that they do well we can do And we have done, but uh, that doesn't mean that they're going to come here on holiday. That's going to cause damage, of course, to hotels, to restaurants and so on. But it is also going to mean that things like airlines, uh, shipping companies, uh, train operators will not have the level of business they might otherwise have. So that is going to be a very serious impact on the travel industry and upon the traveller. But. At least we get blue passports. Remember that at all times. Well, that's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. Remember that you can get all the news that you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Follow that up with forward slash newsletters to subscribe to my weekly travel email, Simon Us Travel Week, also free every Friday morning. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow from the beautiful Netherlands. Goodbye.